Hello, me again. Last time I promised you some words about Pilgrim's Progress and John Bunyan. Well, ever mad of my word, here we are. Here's the next chapter in the Gospel According to a Sitcom Writer. Pilgrim's Progress, or Why I Can't Stand One of the Greatest Works of Christian Writing in the English Language. Maybe it's just me, but I don't get it. Christians love Pilgrim's Progress. No one has a bad word to say about it, except me. It's touted as an allegory, but it isn't. Christian, burdened by his cares and worries, meets a character called Evangelist. He is literally helped out of the slough of despond by someone called Help, and he literally goes through the wicket gate on his way to the celestial city, which sits on Mount Zion. This is not an allegory. Aslan is an allegory. Gandalf, Aragorn and Frodo are allegorical types of Christ, the prophet, the king and the suffering servant. Pilgrim's Progress is not an allegory. It is, at best, theological fiction. For me, the literalness of Pilgrim's Progress renders it pointless. There is no subtext. We have a sense of what obstinate, pliable and Mr. Worldly Wiseman are going to do the moment we meet them. The giant's main problem is not a mystery, since his name is Despair. Clearly there is a market for this sort of thing. John Bunyan must have done something right. His book is stupendously successful by any metric. Since its publication in 1677, it has been told and retold, produced and reproduced, paraphrased, animated, dramatised and rewritten, so that tens of millions have heard or read the story and hundreds of millions have been influenced by it accordingly. This success says more about Christians than the work itself. Historically, at least, many Christians, especially evangelicals like me, have found it easier and more comforting when things are literal and leave little to the imagination. But this is the mistake we see the disciples and Jesus' enemies making in the Gospels again and again. All this is a preamble to my own version of Pilgrim's Progress, which is essentially a parody of this great work that has clearly helped and blessed millions. So that probably says more about me than the work itself. But judge for yourself. Christian makes new friends. In the distance, Christian could just make out the glow of the celestial city. Fixing his eyes on the light, he was able to make it across the plain of distraction. The city was harder to see as he walked through the woods of leisurely pursuits and emerged into the playing fields of eternal football matches that had gone to penalties so you might as well watch to the end. Christian was just settling down to watch one of these games when he remembered the words of his friend, Memorable. Keep going to the celestial city. The words themselves were not memorable, but the man's name was pretty memorable since it was actually memorable, so he remembered that quite easily. Memorable had a friend called Mnemonic who talked quite a lot and seemed more trouble than he was worth. There was another man called Eminently Forgettable, but Christian couldn't quite remember if he'd met him or not. As Christian walked away from the playing fields of eternal football matches, he came across three men. Hello, said Christian. I'm on my way to the celestial city. Oh, that sounds great, said the first man. I'm really happy for you. His name was Sarcastic. Thank you, said Christian, unaware of the man's name and therefore his primary characteristic. I'm glad to be heading towards the Celestial City. He's joking, said the second man. His name is Sarcastic. I see, said Christian. What is your name? Suspense, said the second man. Just then, Christian saw that Suspense was holding a large, oddly shaped, heavy bag. What's in the bag? asked Christian. Secrets, said Suspense with an enigmatic smile. 
Secrets? Is that the name of a person? asked Christian, worried that Suspense may be a murderer. Wouldn't you like to know? said Suspense. It's not a body, said the third man. His name was Spoilers. It's just some bits of wood, and he's trying to be all mysterious, Spoilers went on. Oh, said Christian, a little perturbed. He'd not met people like this before, people who talk like normal people. All of a sudden he longed to be back with his friends he'd made earlier in his journey, people like plain speaking, crystal clear and face value. At that moment a fourth man appeared. So glad he could join us, said Sarcasm. Were you ever going to tell me where you were, or were you just too busy to let me know, said the fourth man. His name was Passive Aggressive. Christian decided it was time to be on his way. Good luck on your quest to the Celestial City, said Sarcasm. Many more adventures await, said Suspense. Yeah, don't worry, you do make it in the end, said Spoilers. Will you stop doing that, said the other three, as Christian continued on his way, feeling reassured that he was on the road of zero subtext to the town of limited creativity. He could literally not imagine what he would find there. Hope you enjoyed that. And there is plenty more Bunyan bashing to come. If you want to hear more from me, why don't you check out some of the links in the show notes. Otherwise, I'll speak to you next time.